All right, so today I think I would want to talk about this subject for a little bit, but I'm kind of hesitant to get into it because it's a bit controversial, controversial, controversial. That's right, right? Um, it, and it's not that that's not interesting to me or I'm afraid to do it. It's that I think I don't want, I don't want uh, the wrong impression given about the content of the conversation. Uh, but today I want to talk about police in general. Um, there's obviously a need for policing. That's that's a matter of fact. That's the way of life. That's the way it is in, around the world in every country. A need for police is there. I think it's unfortunate, especially in the modern era here in the United States, where we have a lot of a lot of really good policing and we have a lot of bad policing and unfortunately that bad policing is uh, front and center right now particularly in America um, and you can argue oh well, gun violence with the police you can you can you have a very good point to talk about uh, Black Lives Matters and the fact that there's a disproportionate number of uh, police officers killing unarmed black people in America. That's a fact. You cannot deny that. That is really going on. That is really happening. Um, you could talk about our prison systems and how if, if in the United States, if African-American population is only 13% in terms of men in America, of our total population. So we have 320 million people, 13% of that is of African-American descent. So that's a very small percentage of the population, yet in our prisons, African-American men make up close to 90% of the total population in prison. That's a, that's that's an issue. That's a, a systemic issue, and you can't deny that. That's undeniable that's that's not even really debatable that's really what's going on now you, the the reason that they're in jail or the reason that the numbers are that way now that's that's different that's open for debate but the fact that it is there is is undebatable that is a, a fact in America and you can only assume that it's uh, wrong for wrongful persecution in a lot of cases I think there's a few issues and it starts with it starts with the the way that American police handle public safety because and I think it's it's it starts at, at the academy it starts at the very the very lowest level where the police they are they are taught that at the end of the day what's most important is that you go home and that is a very good that's a very good model philosophy way of way of thinking in terms of life and death but unfortunately that that slogan that model that that way of thinking is used for everything and the more and more you see these videos of um, police shootings uh, regardless of who they're shooting you see this abuse of power and you also see very poor tactics when dealing with the police. Now, in my professional life, I work very closely with police. 
Um, I see them on a regular basis and I see how they interact with the public. Um, and I see a lot of issues and a lot of um, old school thinking. Um, it's interesting to me that if you were to go back in time, when I was a kid, and I, I grew up in the 80s, right, 80s and 90s, um, the police didn't have the reputation they have now. Uh, police, when I was in school, was taught that's somebody that you run for for help. And um, over the years, it's really became avoid police at all costs. Don't even talk to them. Don't give them information. Don't, they're not your friend. And that's, that's the attitude. That's the mentality um, that's really going on. And the root cause of that, in my, my personal opinion, is the war on drugs. We, it's just like in the 20s. Anytime you put a prohibition on something, you create, you create the criminal activity. You really do, you create it, because now you, you've made something unobtainable legally, you still are gonna want that product, that substance, that whatever, so you're gonna find a way to get it. Guess what, there are people in this world willing to take the risk to get that product for you, even if it is a quote-unquote illegal way of doing things. So the police went from policing to, I mean, essentially, they become debt collectors. Um, uh, quotas were in, were initiated. You know, uh, you have to have a certain. How come you don't have a certain amount of arrests each month? Well, the only way to do that is to make arrests. Well, where's the easiest place to go? Oh, well, if you go to poverty neighborhoods, low, low, you know, neighborhoods below the poverty line. Guess what? These people. That's where you're going to find your arrest. And and the reason being that. When, when, you're, when you're living in an environment where there's no money, you have no food, you don't have very good shelter, you don't have very good, you don't have a very good pathway, so to speak. You, you, you don't have anything to lose. You have nothing to lose. And if you don't have anything to lose, why not take the risk to sell drugs? Why not? It's gonna make you a lot of money, it's gonna be fast, it's gonna be easy, it's gonna be tax-free. And if you get caught, well, okay, what's the big deal? Um, I'm not saying that I agree with this mentality or, or support it or condone that activity, but what I'm saying is you have to understand your, your audience, you have to understand uh, the reasoning that people do what they do. The police used to wear a shirt and a tie and a hat and they were on foot and they were friendly and they had they generally knew the neighborhood people went to the police for help and then the war on drugs happens we start we start enforcing stupid laws that don't make a lot of sense and next thing you know all of a sudden our our, our police are showing up in military gear external flak jackets helmets fucking leg leg holsters with with guns and all kinds of uh, force options strapped all over them. They're no longer out of their car. They're, no, they're only in their car. They only talk to you if they think that you are committing crime or have some kind of information about a crime. There is no public outreach. Now, there might be little pockets where this happens, where 
the, the police are um, a little more public friendly or there's very specific officers within, within a department that do it, but not everybody. And um, the police became very unapproachable. And they don't want to. They don't want to talk to the public unless it's for a specific reason. Uh, they're not interested in helping the public. Um, they're constantly concerned about their own safety, which they should be. Okay, that's 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 a given. But it's to a detriment to the public when. The police cannot be approached, cannot be talked to. Um, I work in an environment where the police make approaches on people all the time. And uh, something that's really important when you talk to the public is, is one, even if you're talking to them about maybe something they did wrong or it's illegal or uh, maybe this particular person's a bit of a low life, you still have to treat them like a human being. And many times, uh, because the police have a mentality of us versus them, they talk down to people. People who are less fortunate than them, people who made bad decisions, um, they think that they're better than the general public. And because of this attitude, they don't feel like they need to give you any dignity or respect. And if you choose not to, um, do exactly obey their commands, so to speak, then you will have to face consequence. And usually those consequences is physical detention are all, you know, um, now we're gonna be putting you on the ground, rubbing your face on concrete or rug, wherever I'm at. And there's no question you have to listen to police or they will slam you. This is kind of the mentality that we experience. And I think it's really important that to understand that every person is two really poor decisions away from being in a bad spot or being in trouble with the police or um, being that drug user in a, in a public bathroom floor, okay? Uh, the way I explain it is if you, you are a construction worker, you get hurt on the job, what does the doctor do immediately? Oh, let me give you a prescription for Oxycontin. Perfect. Okay, so you start taking these Oxy for the pain in your back or wherever, and then you develop a habit. Well, you've de developed a habit to the point to where I can't get prescriptions filled anymore. They won't do it, they won't give me any more pills, so now I have to find another way. So I go find somebody who's willing to sell me their pills. Well, guess what, that gets pretty expensive, and I'm, I'm not working because I'm hurt. Now I'm addicted to these pills, so I feel like I'm hurt all the time. Now, oh, what, what, what should I do? I can't get these pills, they're too expensive. What's cheaper? Oh, heroin, because those, those Oxycontin pills, that's all they are is a derivative of, of heroin. It's an opiate. So now you start taking heroin. Now, you, now your life's in a complete spiral. You probably lost your job, lost your family, you lost a whole bunch of shit, all based, all predicated on an on, on-the-job injury. Next thing you know, you're in some public bathroom stall on the floor with a needle in your leg. Anybody can make poor decisions and be in that situation. Maybe, maybe that's never gonna happen to you, but the possibility is always there. So it's important that we treat people as we would wanna be treated. You don't have to like what people do. You don't have to respect their actions, but you do have to respect them and give them dignity as a person. And as it stands right now in America, the police don't generally do that. 
they might give a regular person who's who's not being pulled over or is not being contacted for a crime. If you just see a, a regular officer in the public, they're probably going to be fairly friendly to you because you're not you're not you know quote unquote a threat to them. Um, where they treat everybody as a threat, even if they're not really a threat. They don't introduce themselves. This is a big issue I have with the police is that they don't feel like they need to tell you who they are. So, for example, if they want to talk to you for any any reason at all and your back is to them, you're walking away. Instead of saying, hey, I'm Officer Steve, you know, can you stop for a minute to talk to you? They reach out and grab the back of your arm. Well, in an attempt to stop you. Now, if what's your natural reaction going to be? Oh, you're going to pull your arm away, right? If you feel if you're your back's to somebody and they grab your arm, your initial reaction is to pull your arm away. Oh, well, that's a in terms of policing, that's a that's resisting arrest. Now, now you're going to be in all world hurt. Don't fight me. Don't fight the police because then they're going to beat you up or they'll kill you. Then they'll put you on the ground. They're going to arrest you. And then they're going to charge you with resisting arrest. When in all reality, all they really had to do was say, hey, sir, ma'am, my name is Officer So-and-so. Can I have you stop for a second so I can talk to you? If they identify themselves as the police and not scream police freeze, but just say, hey, I'm Officer So-and-so, you're going to get a better response out of the public. There's so many situations where you see the police panic and then that's when that's when they start shooting people these incidents where the police are shooting people in the back is ludicrous what what it, it does not have to be a situation where the police have to win all the time they have this mentality where they have to win they have to win they have to win so if someone's running away and you as a police officer aren't athletic enough or fast enough or healthy enough to chase them and they get away they get away man instead you guys shoot them in the back you shoot them in the back when they're not actually posing a threat on you at all they're trying to run away from their lives you really think that if they escape from you and they run away all of a sudden their life is 10 times better and no motherfucker their life is still gonna be shit and now they have to live as quiet as possible because they just ran away from the cops. That person, that criminal, that per, that individual, his life is shit already. Now it's just got worse because he ran away from the police. The fact that you not being able to chase that person down or catch them or apprehend them, they're going to get caught eventually. They always do. But, but the police take it so personal. It's a personal attack on me. You listen to me. You do what I say. You do as I say. Or there will be severe consequences. Could you imagine in a world where everyone behaved that way? Where you're at work and your boss demands, demands that you respect his authority to the level of he can physically harm you if you don't do as he says when he says. Now, obviously, in the, in the workforce, if you don't do what your boss says, the, the, the consequence is getting fired, not having a job anymore. But guess what? That boss isn't physically harming you because you choose to not listen to their instruction. I can't personally get behind that. I, I don't agree with that. I think we need to restructure how we do the policing, how we communicate. I think, and I'm not a proponent of taking officers' guns away. I think they need their guns. There's obviously situations where they need their guns. Of course they do. 
but their gun is always their first option. And then they're, they're gonna tell you it's not, but what happens is that these officers are poorly trained in defensive tactics. They're not properly trained in, in how to legitimately control somebody. You watch all these videos with these shootings and a lot of them start with, with being unable to physically control the subject. They can't hold on to them. And these are all basic fundamentals of how, how to grapple, essentially grapple and wrestling, you know, really important time and time again you see these situations where the officers try to try to take this person down and once the guy gets on the ground the, the takedown's okay from a standing position but once on the ground the cop refuses to get down onto the ground on top of the subject i don't know how familiar you are with defensive tactics i'm 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 intimately familiar with defensive tactics once the person on the ground you need to get hips on top and get low as possible and keep them on the ground. The problem is, is that you give these, these subjects any room to move and they're gonna get up and they're gonna escape. Or they're gonna get the advantage, they're gonna get on top of you and maybe they start hammer fish in your face or they start punching you or they go for your gun because you give them the opportunity because you refuse to just, you, the, the officer, when I say you, I'm talking about the officer, the officer panics. When the officer panics because they don't know what to do and, they, they're, and they're not able to physically control this person, they panic they, and they legit feel fear for their lives. That's, that's a real feeling. That doesn't make it justified. That does not make it justified, but it is a real feeling because guess what? They're not properly trained on the ground. They don't know how to control somebody. They've never taken a jujitsu class. They've never taken a wrestling class. They've never taken a grappling class. They've never actually learned how to use their body on the ground to control somebody. The argument's always, always going for my gun, it's going for my gun. And in, 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 in very rare situations, yeah, okay. Maybe that did happen. Maybe you were just on top of a psychopath, okay? That happens, but the vast majority is, is what happens is the officer has an inability to, to control the person on the ground. And then they end up shooting him. And that's the issue, is that they're not properly trained. I'm gonna tell you, I was in a class with only police officers and it was a defensive text course. I was lucky enough to get in this class in terms of, of getting some, some training. And every police officer in that class that I had contacted had the same mentality. You touch me, I kill you. And they were not, they were unabashed about this mentality. They didn't, you know, we did some weapon retention techniques and if you touch me, this is the police officer talking, if you touch me, if you go for my gun, I'm putting you down, no questions asked. This is the mentality, and this is learned at, 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 the, academic, at the academic level. This is when they go to academy, this is what they're taught, this is what they're told. This is their mentality, it's us versus them, we gotta go home at the end of the night. But what they fail to realize is if, if they just took a little bit of time to learn some fucking basic fucking wrestling skills, some basic, basic jujitsu skills, some very basic stuff just to learn to control somebody so they don't have to kill people. They don't have to panic. Guess what? If, you, if you're wrestling with some guy on the ground and he gets a little bit of advantage on you, if you know anything about a little bit of ground fighting, just a little bit, you're going to not panic and you're going to readjust and you're going to understand what you need to do to get control of that subject. 
the problem is is they don't want to it's it's it, why why put myself in that much work it's just easier to shoot them and it used to be tasers right they used to all have tasers and what happened was is that some people were dying from getting tased to death now whether that's police fault or a medical condition or they overcooked them and did, would, wouldn't you know didn't let go of the trigger some people died so then there's this big petition about hey man you got to take these tasers out of these police hands police officers hands because they're killing people and if you, and that, that was like around, man, probably 2014, 2015, when, when a lot of police departments started losing their tasers. Well, you really, you took a, you took a, a generally non-lethal force option away from them. A taser is a wonderful option because it subdues the subject, keeps the officer on his feet, and generally speaking, more times than not, it is a, not a lethal force. But now all they have is their gun. So it's, uh, guess what? When they shoot somebody with a gun, it's 100% lethal. It's 100% lethal, okay? The, the amount of, of gun violence with the police significantly raised as soon as they start taking those tasers away. We need something to change we need a different avenue the police need to stop thinking that it's us versus them and they need to start becoming public servants that's what they signed up for the fact that they get an attitude when, when civilians give them a hard time is asinine you signed up for this job you signed up to be a police officer every contact you make you should have the expectation of give, getting shit from the from the civilian that's your motherfucking job that's your job. You should you should not take it personal when they start talking shit. That's your job. That's what you do. But again, it's us or them. Fuck you. You can't tell me anything. I'm the police. Do what you're told. Right? We're dealing with adults. We grew up with our parents telling us what to do. As we become adults, the last thing I want to do is listen to some kid in a fucking uniform who has no life experience to try to tell me what to do. It's all about the approach. It's how you communicate. It's how you address the public. And they don't address in the right way. Some of them do. There are very good police officers out there. And the necessity for the police is definitely there. But there's too many that have this mentality of us versus them. I'm better than you. You listen to me. There will be consequences if you don't listen to me. a real issue something needs to change Dude, I don't have the answers I don't know how to address it. I know I know what the police need they need defensive tactics training hand-to-hand -hand combat no weapons involved that's what they need they need something new they need something different the solution to this is very difficult one. it's not easy because this is all systematic this is systematic this is these are built-in ideals and mentalities since the fucking 1970s we need to make steps to improve it to fix it and i'm sure that there are many factors that we don't even think about if you were to look at if you, if you think about being a police officer nobody ever tells you no and if someone does tell you no now you have arresting authority. Now you have physical detention authority. Now you can, there's consequences for people not doing what you, not obeying your commands. It's interesting to me that if you look at domestic violence cases, what's the, where's the, who's the one person, the one person that 
will tell a police officer what to do. His wife. And then you see the increase of domestic violence in police officers. Because that's the one person that tells the police to fuck off. You ain't going to do shit to me. And guess what? Well, they're used to, hey, you tell me to fuck off. There's consequences of that. And they do the same thing to their wives. It's not everybody. I don't mean to be super negative. I just think that it's to the point in this country where a change absolutely has to happen. Mentality has to change. Get those fucking military gears off. Wear a fucking shirt. Wear, wear a pair of slacks, some nice shoes, a hat, and be public friendly. Be approachable. If that day ever comes, I, I don't know. And I'm not saying it's an easy solution. It's a very hard solution. I think the first step is training. Motherfuckers, train. Get in a goddamn jujitsu class. Get in a wrestling class. Go take some fucking classes to learn how to control people. Stop fucking punching people. It never looks good. This is a always a viable tactic. You got somebody on the ground and they're not obeying you and you're not strong enough to, to know how to control them and then they just start socking them in the fucking face. You would be better off to choke them out, rear naked choke style. I'm not talking about a front choke where you affect the trachea. I'm talking about the carotid arteries where you cut blood flow and make them pass out. That is the safest way to subdue an aggressive person. No damage. Boom, you cut the blood flow off, they pass out, you let them go. They wake back up, life's good. But it doesn't look good in the public eye. But does slugging them in the face look good? Does punching them in the back of the arm? Does kicking them, kneeing them? I mean, I just saw a video the other day of some guy just walked up to this guy who was obeying his commands and just fucking front kissed him, front kicked him right in the face. This this behavior has to stop. That motherfucker needs to get his ass whooped. But you can't touch a cop because there's there are severe consequences to defending yourself against a police officer. So you just take your ass whooping, and then they'll tell you, oh, he was resisting. No consequences to police. This is an issue. This has to change. I had asked, I had asked an instructor one time. I said, "Hey, man, um, how many, how many, uh, how many hours, how many hours of DT class are you guys training your police officers?" He said, casually, mind you. Um, yeah, we 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 really try to get about four hours a year of training four hours of defensive tactics a year that is fucking nothing that is that is that is absolutely pointless there's literally no point to even attempt to train if you're only doing four hours a year what's the point no wonder these guys use their guns so much because they're not confident they're insecure about their own physical ability to, to handle somebody physically without their guns without their batons now I know that there's a lot of variables involved in this. I'm not saying that it's a perfect, it's there's a perfect solution, but I'm saying something's got to change because what we're doing now is wrong. It's not working. Something needs to change. So I think it starts with the proper defensive tactics. And honestly, uh, I don't know if you're familiar, but the Gracie family. Uh, Henner Gracie and Heron Gracie, they have a program, GST, it's Gracie Survival Training. It's specifically for law enforcement, and it really, it's, it's jiu-jitsu-based, of course, because jiu-jitsu is for life. Every police officer should be mandated to take some type of class similar to that. Maybe they can't, maybe they can't get GST in there, that's fine, but Every police officer in academy should be should take 
serious wrestling, serious jiu-jitsu, something, something to where they can ground fight, they can control. It's about control. Okay, it's not about being having a fair fight. We're not saying that, but it needs to be something about control where you can wrestle and grapple these guys without having to use your fucking gun. That's all I'm saying. Don't take the guns away. You need your guns. I understand that. But I think the 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 need is to always, that's my first option. Boom, boom. I've seen police officers pull their gun and point it at somebody completely unnecessarily. Completely unnecessarily. Just point their gun, tell them to get out of their car. And it comes down to insecurities because guess what? That police officer never got his ass whooped. If more cops got their ass whooped, they would think twice. They go, fuck, man, I need to do something. I need to, I need to figure something out so that doesn't happen again. And that's the, that's the real reality. So I think I'm done talking about that. I'm sure I missed some points. I'm sure I hope I didn't miss speak too much. If you have any questions, comments, or want to debate something or have some ideas, please, please hit me up at the weekly reaction at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at the weekly it's the underscore weekly underscore reaction. All right, guys. Peace out.